Just Are we doing a podcast? No. We're talking about we're food trying. getting sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> we're that is, food getting sweaty. That's she literally. Also, that's, that's the, the name of the podcast. The podcast <laughs> right she just <laughs> named it. Food like, Hello, Podwalkers, and welcome to another episode of Goblin Lore. This episode covers our first foray into talking about cosplay in the magic community. That's designing and wearing costumes based on characters in a certain fandom. We get to talk to two really, really great cosplayers in this episode, but one thing that you'll need to know about this is that there is a lot of overhead and outside noise that gets recorded into this episode because we actually recorded in the event hall for the GP Minneapolis. Also, this is going to be a slightly shorter episode than usual because we just really ran all the way through this. It was such a fast and furious recording that we covered everything so quick. So please don't feel like there's a lot of stuff missing. This was a really short recording episode, but we covered so much content because of Sydney and Olivia's incredible energy and passion for what they do. And we're super grateful about that. One other brief piece of news that we're super excited to announce before we get to the show is that recently Goblin Lore Podcast decided to join on with the Geek Therapy Network. Geek Therapy celebrates how geek culture can save the world through podcasts, videos, blog posts, community outreach, education, and convention appearances. This network of mental health professionals, professional geeks, amateur geeks, mental health amateurs, and many more people in general talk about the positive applications of video games and other staples of geek culture as a way to address our own mental well-being and social well-being. So we're very excited to have been invited to join this group and we look forward to working with them and partnering with the Geek Therapy Network. Without any further ado, let's get to the show. Hello, Podwalkers, and welcome to another episode of The Goblin Lore. Today we're coming to you from the last day of GP Minneapolis. Uh, We are actually on the event floor for the first time in a couple days, which is pretty sweet. And even more awesome is we are sitting across the table from two cosplayers here, and we're going to have you introduce yourselves in just a second. But first, uh, as we do with every episode, I want you to also introduce yourselves with a little bit of a question and where listeners can find you on Twitter. The question is, which character or which creature from Magic the Gathering would you have back you up in a fight. Who's your second? Hi, it's Olivia Gobert Hicks. I'm at Gobert Hicks, G-O-B-E-R-T-H-I-C-K-S on Twitter. Um, I would clearly have my main Liliana backing up in the fight because that's a lot of dead stuff and I'm about that. Well, I didn't say like weird. I just meant like there's a lot more dead things to fight for. Alright, I am uh, Sydney, also known as at Tabby Tailclaws. So I'm also dot com. Like I, like, I, like I have a flipping website. Like I have the foresight to make that spell. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm also on Tumblr, but I mostly just use that as a repository for uh, for pictures. Don't please don't add me on Twitter. I, you can't even. No, you add me on Twitter. Don't add me on Tumblr. So my my uh, my second obvious. Is uh, the OG, the original Firemind Niv Mizzet? Because who else would you really pick? Also, Wizards, if anything happens to my boy Niv Mizzet when we come back to Ravnica, I am burning all of my cards and quitting the game. You're not, but. I'm holding myself ransom. <laughs> For all of the import that I have in this community, which is basically none, I'm holding myself ransom. If anything happens to Niv Mizzet, 
I will make that screech that I made earlier just into eternity. <laughs> Enter the <laughs> outside of the band top sign at Wizards with like a giant <laughs> microphone and just raptor scream yeah. as long as you can forever <laughs> until next. I am Hobbs Q. I can be found on Twitter at Hobbs Q. Um, for me, if I was going to be going into battle, I I think pretty highly of myself. So I'm having Norrin the Wary back me up. <laughs> And by back me up, I mean I'm running with him, and we're getting out of there. So he can back you up by being behind you. Right. You don't have to. Like you don't have to. As long as you're not the slowest swimmer when yeah. the sharks are coming, yeah. you're not the slowest runner. I, so I, oh, I, I was growing up in Southern California, even though we hiked in the Sierras, the greatest area in the world. Thank you. Um, uh, it was I'll always, you don't have to be faster than the bear, you just have to be faster than your friends. Right, yeah. exactly. You don't have to oh, be absolutely. faster than the Leonid, you just have to be faster than Prof. You're making this. <laughs> <laughs> He did, you know, when we were in Vegas, he did make it up those stairs pretty damn I fast. think I could outrun him, though, if I had to. I think so. <laughs> right, and I'm Alex Stupin <laughs> at Alexander New M. Please love me. And, uh, I don't know, I probably uh, go with someone to back me up. I think I could handle most things. One of my favorite commanders, maybe Kozilek. If I, <laughs> I mean, if I could handle reality warping around me, I mean, Ooh. he does have, he also, one of his wardens has one of the greatest names in any magic card, Warden of Geometries, which is just Ooh. amazing. Yeah, that is really good. good. So I It's think not that, just strength, that's also mental dexterity. I like that. And you come across an algebra problem, so, yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, what is this fight? Son. Math might fundamentally change if Kozilek <laughs> attaches himself to an algebra However, the world might just shift. I mean, I, is no I am now picturing Alex if fighting I, like Einstein, Newton, <laughs> and like Stephen Hawking. And I am your host, Joe Redman. You can find me on Twitter at Findhorn. That's F-Y-N-D Horn. And I'm going to go simple. I'm not even going to pick uh, like a named character. I'm going real OG. I'm going real OG here. You guys are running from the bear. I'm taking grizzly bears. Hey. <laughs> two, two, two. Son, let's do it. <laughs> Just say it. If you're looking for grizzly bears, there's plenty of clubs in Minneapolis. You can find yourself. <laughs> I don't even know how to transition that one, and I'm bad at transitions anyway. So we're like not going to try. The food talk in for right, food. we're just going to do talk about meat sweats. So we got you guys on today, and we're super yeah. happy to have you here to talk about your craft, to talk about cosplay, because it is uh, such a vital and very visible part of the culture of magic. I, I think you know it's. To me, it's cosplay, and it's the artists that are really the, the upfront, you know, sort of visual. This is how you can like you can be stunned coming into seeing some of the work that you guys do. And so, I wanted to, I guess, just start by asking you guys: How do you decide which characters you want to cosplay as? What is, you know, what's the process by figuring out? Yep, this card really appeals to me, or this character appeals to me. I know Olivia, you were saying you're not, you don't read through the stories as much. I'm still fairly new to the whole, okay. like getting into the lore and actually cosplaying. And this is, I would argue, probably still the first actual year I've done this. So oh. I'm only four deep as far as cosplays go. Um, but that being said, for me, it's this art looks really cool. Will people recognize this? Can I do this? Those are kind of the three things I ask myself. Uh, when I'm looking through cards, when I'm looking through stuff, it gets... When that last question doesn't seem to matter much, because you looked at a track sign, you're just like, down, gonna do it. <laughs> so listen, I mean, we all make mistakes, and then we commit to those mistakes and double down, even though we should... <laughs> I have four Jace costumes, I know about committing to the mistakes. Yes. Sometimes you see things and you decide, maybe I can next level, and then you start, and maybe I can't, but you're going to do it anyway. But it's gonna look cool, and people will recognize it, so I got two out of three, so it's yeah. gonna be, you know, it's fine. It's feasible, is 
that's part of the adventure. That's the journey I get to take, is how competent am I really? And the answer is shockingly adequate. <laughs> so to finish on that, I usually end up, as I'm starting the character, trying to find more lore on them, and I keep ending up with commanders that have no real backstory, so just kind of show up and walk Well, if you played fair commanders, then... That's... <laughs> yeah. But I don't, so why? Exactly. Uh, So in my case, my first magic costume that I dug into was was Jace. So obviously I don't make good decisions, and I just pick the character that I think people are going to hate the most, and I make four versions of him. Uh, which is it's hilarious because when you when you cosplay so you when you cosplay Jace, you either get people coming up to you and you get that odd person who's like, "Oh man, I love Jace. Mind sculpture's my favorite. I'm gonna like, oh, can I get a picture with you doing cool stuff?" So you meet like one of those, <laughs> and then you meet nine more people who are like, "Oh man, Jace, I hate you so much. Can I get a selfie with you?" <laughs> and it's wonderful. And I like the other people far more because if people like Jace, you're like, "All right, you're an interesting human being." Whereas if people hate Jace. You're like, yeah, man, I'm down. I hate myself. I'm in character as Jace already. Like, it's great. Uh, my favorite thing to do when I cosplay Jace is to take selfies with garbage cans and be like, I found this other great Jace cosplayer. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have I have four Jace costumes, yeah, and that's, that's when I start. There's a garbage can in the shot. I, that the whole joke. I is, do. Oh, it. Jace is oh, Jace is in the garbage. <laughs> Jace is in the shots. Great. That's awesome. That's that's great. Well, and I, I, I wonder too. You, uh, you mentioned a little bit about Jace starts. You know, in the lore, Jace is canonically a male, you know, presenting character. But you decided to do. Did you do Jace as just Jace? Did you gender bend Jace? Like, how? What's that process of going through that? Well, that's a super great question. So I personally did Jace as I did Jace as male. I did I did Jace as a dude. And I looked at a whole lot of uh, drag queens and kings and how they did their makeup, and uh, <laughs> which is another uh, fun fact for y'all who are keeping track at home. Fun fact. Uh, I wear more makeup as Jace than I do as any other character, unless I'm body painting myself. Even arguably, Jace might have more makeup on him than Nahiri, to be honest. Because when <laughs> I take Nahiri off and I wash off all the white paint, I get this, like, raccoon smudgy eye stuff, and that's basically what I do for Jace anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do do Jace as a dude, um, but I'm also pretty short, and my voice is relatively high, unless I'm remembering to do the vocal fry that we're going to get pinged on for the internet, because everybody hates women who do vocal fry on podcasts. Um... <laughs> But yeah, as, as soon as I opened my mouth, people were like, "Oh yeah, you're you're a chick." But it, it is fun because every once in a while, uh, pictures of Jace will show up on 4chan, and people will be like, "Look at this Jace guy; he's so short." And I'm like, "Jokes on you, dude. I'm a lady, but this is hilarious. You do you do you bad parts of the internet." Um, but yeah, I, I really think that one of the nice things about cosplay is that there's kind of a niche for everybody and that you should do whatever you feel comfortable with. So I wanted to do Jace as a dude. Um, but there's plenty of people who have done Jace as and just like taken the aesthetic of it. So they've taken the blue, they've taken gender the kind of ads. the patterns and done a gender bend. Um, like um, Eternal Arnell has a great uh, female, like very obviously like gender lady bended Jace. lady yeah. Jace. And it's super, super good. Um, another friend of ours, Erin, uh, from who is in Canada. What's yeah. her Aaron handle? Erin Adams. Uh, uh, but our friend Erin Adams did a amazing genderment garuk where she took the oh, wow. whole she took the coat the um the, the innistrad yeah. coat mm. and she made it very obviously like a feminine cut and i did this wonderful wig for her i got to like frankenstein four wigs into one and i took an industrial heat gun to it so those braids are never coming out and it's it's really neat because especially from magic you have kind of this 
interesting oh, thing. Sick. That is awesome. I'm showing them. Yeah. It almost looks like, it looks like yeah, we're showing, uh, if, if, we, if you guys no, can like share that, because yeah, then we'll post yeah. it. But I'm just thinking, I was like, oh, everybody, we're looking at this great photo right now. Oh, it's, it's hella sweet. <laughs> she really looks almost like Brave. Like, it really yep. kind of has yeah. that great A lot of people, she it. actually, she wanted the wig inspired by, um, I almost said Lovisa, and it's not Lovisa. Oh, but, sure. Um, it's it's the, the lady from the Vikings TV show. So the, oh, the badass awesome. wife oh. of the main character. Okay. Uh, that's how she kind of wanted, she wanted the, the cool Viking braids. So I, I just went to town on her wig, and it was really, really fun. But I, I like the way that Magic, because the community kind of has this, this jumping point of cosplay, is it like the focus? But everyone recognizes the, the character so much, and everyone has these ties to the cards, and it's literally some people's jobs to make sure that they know every card in a set. So even if you do pick something kind of niche, people might know, people probably will know who you are, even if you t gender bend it and take it a different way. So, like, um, Nissa Cosplay has that crazy awesome uh, bolus, too, that, oh, that yeah, she yeah. did. And then, um, uh, Anyo Serra, who is a Brazilian uh, cosplayer who's absolutely wonderful, uh, she did a really, really cool um, kind of like lady take on Bolas for GB Sao Paulo. And it's really, really, really neat. And I know I'm doing all those things where I'm saying probably like 90 times and uh, really and very and blah, 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 whatever. Fight me, at me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> not on Tumblr or Twitter, but Twitter. Uh, so it's really cool. You can take the parts that you like and you can dig your heels into whatever parts you like and you can make it your own, which is fantastic. And the cool thing with what Yosira did, too, is she didn't transform herself into a dragon. She is a person bolus. Yeah. Mm. And it looks awesome. And you know exactly what she's doing, exactly who she's cosplaying, exactly what she's going for, and she didn't have to like make dragon snoot mask or anything like that. She's just it's like a goblin with the mask. That's what it, it, but, yeah, <laughs> um, but it was basically just some bitch and pair of horns and question that just occurred to me that's not on the list, but do you cosplay with other communities, and do you know kind of how that differs between magic cosplay and other uh, fandoms? Yeah, so um, I'm one of the garbage anime con kids, <laughs> and every once in a while, and every once in a while I find one of my convention badges from like 2004, and I'm like, holy hell, I'm old. Uh, but it's it's fantastic. It's it's very, very different, I would say, because the, because the focus of magic is not cosplay it's mm -hmm. it's this game that people come here and they they try to like spike a tournament or they come and here to be fair we actually play magic too oh we do <laughs> i know how to play don't don't ask me if i know how to play magic i do <laughs> no, i mean i'm not good at it but i, I have, know i have actually seen twitter post about edh and you both actually seem a little bit spiky to me cyclonic rift is totally a fair card and if it Thank ever gets you. banned i'm quitting <laughs> To be fair, it's well, not even the first thing that needs to be banned. No, it's not. But it's, magic is really interesting because there isn't really a huge cosplay community, so we all know each other. It's it's literally like, it's not even six degrees of Kevin Bacon separation. It's literally like, <laughs> oh, look, I know that person who's in that costume, and I know exactly what she's wearing and why and what her name is and everything about her. Are you referencing to an actual person right now? Can you just yeah, put your hands up uh, and not, like, Nissa, oh, yeah. Nissa cosplay is okay. walking around okay, with I was her like, fantastic oh. shalai. I mean, you are giant, Matt, so I never know what you're really doing there. It could be anything. It's true. It could be. It could be anything. Uh, yeah, so it's it's really cool. And then the nice thing is, is there's... There's not a whole lot of cosplayers, but we all know, but it's it's really cool because there's a ton of source material since we have the wonderful art that Magic does. Right. There's so much art, and we also have a pretty um, good line to all the artists. So one of the things in Magic that's super different from any other thing is I can literally shoot Magali an email and ask her for reference photos, and oh, she'll give sick. them to you. Uh, so like for um, 
for when April uh, April King did her amazing old Jaya, so I'm I'm young Jaya right now, and um, April did the new Jaya. She was in touch with Magali, asking her how to make things and how to do this. And because we have this kind of small insular community, that's not something you can do with anime. But you can just like randomly like be like, dear Funimation, please tell me how to make this. You, you can, because also 90 million other people would do the same thing. And you and you know somebody on China would get it, and they'd be mass producing. So you can't do that. But with magic, you can, and it's absolutely fantastic. The other, so the other cool thing is you have so many different characters, and we all kind of know each other. So we usually try to, um, not that it ever, it's really cool to see how other people did the same character that you did. So obviously, like, Nadine whipped out her Joyrun in, like, a week, because she's a mad woman, and she's insanely talented. Nissa Cosplay uh, is insanely talented. She whipped out her Joyrun in, like, a week and a half. And then I had, like, a month to make mine, and I saw all the ways that Nadine did hers. So I'm like, I'm a... Actually, now that I have this other art and I know how Nadine did hers and how that looks, I'm gonna do it this other way. Nice. And so you end up with totally different takes on the same character. And then since we all know each other too, we usually coordinate and make sure like it doesn't really matter if anybody's the same character on the same day, because then that just means you get to take sweet Dragon Ball Z fusion pictures. Um, <laughs> but when we're all together, we can usually be like, hey, who's, who's wearing what, and how do we want to do this? Do we want everybody to be somebody else so that we have the like full suite of like the Gatewatch or like whatever in a place at the same time? So. I know that for me, when uh, not this year, but last year at Vegas when we had the um, art show, it was really nice to see how all the cosplayers that were there did that coordination, and I was able. Well, that to, was that was in part due to both Moxie and Mike Lineman. Yeah, they that's does mean job. they do a great job, and I love seeing Moxie kind of take the lead, and, like get this going. I, I'd love to see the coordination you guys have, because today, like you said, you guys will think about what costume I'm going to wear, what day to the con. I also appreciate the multiple versions of the same character because we're, we're a lot about perspectives on the show because we talk about how to bring lore into the real world. Sure. And one of the things that we've talked about is even taking the same magic card with different art and what the difference that can make. It is really, really fun to see how people do different stuff. And it's, uh, it's, it's like a classic example that I always use is I ran up to Ashlyn at... Um, um, yeah, I, I ran up to Ashlyn at Vegas uh, two year, last year. And it's funny because all of the Nahiri cosplayers have the same pair of Amazon pants. Like, we all bought the same stretch leather. No. Gr- no That's at, amazing. Uh, From the same buyer? It's, I, I don't know. Because that would buyer. be awesome. They're like, why? It might have been because we were all making them at the same time. So, yeah, right when those came out between when she was announced for Shadows of Rannistrad. So, we all were buying, like, the same pair of pants. We all have the same pants. It's hilarious. Uh, so Is there I'm, just like a cosplay bulk service then that you guys can set I up and like, come was. on. But the, other, the other really cool thing about knowing everyone in the magic community is you just like run up to somebody and go like, does somebody have thread or does somebody have tape like this broke or like I need a wig styled? I was doing uh, I was doing Jace the hair sculptor in Vegas in 2017. <laughs> I was just like, all right guys, this is my hotel room. If you need help with wigs, just show up. And everybody did. Uh, so I was uh, doing doing Jace as the uh, Jason Sahili's hair salon because we were the two who knew how to, we were the two who knew how to do wigs. So everyone just came to us and we fixed everybody's wigs. It was like awesome. five or six in a row. And it's it's this really great little community that we have. When we talk about, uh, you know, there there can be different versions of the same character at the same event. Um, you know, I'm, I think a little bit, you know, I, I come at a lot of this from a an acting standpoint. I used to be a theater person, and um, the. Yeah, I wonder for you guys, how much of it is performance of a character versus presentation? And and does does that, you know, if you are at an event with another Jaya or another, you know, Nissa or whoever, you know, like, is that, 
do you do you guys try to reconcile that with people that come up to you or like do you just go with it and you're like yeah we exist in the same timeline well they change the legend rules so as long as we're under different uh control of players then we're fine and we can all be on the field (laughs) at the same time uh, but it's it's really up to the individual person. Most of us aren't really in a character or as a character unless they're, we're prompted to. Um, I find that people don't necessarily respond to you like randomly coming up to somebody like as Jaya in character and making like an, an obnoxious joke unless you're prompted to. Uh, I don't really like to do that because not everybody jams with that. Some people just like some people aren't about cosplay at all. And they're they're just here to play the cards and to win their tournament or to try to do as well as in their tournament as they can. And that's awesome because magic has a little bit of something for everybody. So I'm not going to insert like my part of the community into your experience unless you want me to. So if you come up to me and you People have asked you, they're like, hey, will you, like, be in this, like, uh, Snapchat? I don't have Snapchat, but people, people do. Um, so the people kids, will be like, I have you. The, the, the youths. The youths. They have their youths. Snapchat. They're like, will you do, like, a Jaya line in the Snapchat or whatever? And I am 100% about that. So it's really... Like, more flavor text. Uh, <laughs> well, Jaya's flavor text is the best, though. Yeah. It really is. It's also usually, like, a word or two yeah. long. Or, it's or, easy. Or, again, it's like that Jace thing where people love to hate on Jace. So I'm all about being hated on as Jace if... If I'm dressed as Jace. Like, if I'm dressed as Jace and you want to come up and tell me about your bad beat that you had because of Mind Sculptor or whatever, like, I'm about it, man. It's fine. Like, we'll Jace had a lot of bad beats in his whole life. Aww. So it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's the welcome to the pit it's, party. It's really, yeah. it's really whatever people want to do. And I know some people, some cosplayers really aren't so comfortable doing the acting portion. Like, they're sure. really about the craft. Like, like, yeah. uh, like Jin, who you'll, you guys will be talking to later. Jin is a master worker. She is a craftswoman. She's incredibly talented. She's far, far and away better than just about all of the rest of us. Um, and that's what Jin does. Jin wants to make something beautiful. Whereas I uh, want to put this costume on and ham it up and <laughs> dance around and but be I mean, we need ridiculous. We need both. And that's yeah, what I mean. Exactly. We need both. So. We do need both. I'm hammy enough for everybody. <laughs> is, that, is that the same for you? Do you feel like it's... Do you feel... How, do, how much of the craft do you feel is presentation I'm, I'm, versus performance I'm, I'm, for you? I'm here on craft. I, nice. Like, craft okay. is my jam. Um, yeah. Even if someone asked me to get a character, I'd be like, that's a great question. And you should ask someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I made some neat stuff. I want to wear some neat stuff and you'll recognize it and we can both have a great time and share that moment and then we walk away or play a game of Commander and call it a day. Um, so, and, and it's not for not liking it or wanting to be interested in it. It's I got so busy with making more stuff that I forgot to read about it. <laughs> but no, for me, it's, it's the craft stuff that is really what I'm into. It's a nice creative outlet for me that is an added you know, value add to the game I'm so into and can contribute a little more to it and just sit around and be like, I make stuff. I love making stuff. Psychonic <laughs> <laughs> I make stuff, I destroy stuff. Return all your stuff. I return stuff. Doesn't destroy return stuff. stuff. I'm sorry. I'm At sorry. Instance, I, I don't creator, mean to stigmatize. I am not an <laughs> we, we like to talk about the actual game, you know, and the stuff that you guys do in relation to the game. We also always try to pull it out to a little bit more of that meta stuff and, and thinking about how we can take things that we've learned or things that we you guys deal with, you know, in doing your craft into you know, stuff to impact our daily lives. And I I think that's, you know, there are really relevant occurrences that have happened with cosplay, with the cosplay community in recent years that, like, we need to learn from. And uh, I don't I don't know that we need to reference any specific thing, but... I think it goes with that. 
It goes without saying. Uh, but there's there's been a lot of a lot of really terrible treatment of cosplayers and, and objectification. And so I'm curious for you guys, how do you deal with that? How, you know, how do you process that, or how do you try to? You know, both for yourself and also like helping, you know, be ambassadors of the craft. How do you say this is this is, you know, plant your flag, this is what cosplay is and why it's important? Well, why cosplay is important right now is I'm dressed as Jaya Ballard, Task Mage, and right before we were filming this, I actually ran away because there was a seven-year-old child who was so excited to meet me because her name is Jaya, and she got to get a picture with me, and we did the Dragon Ball Z fusion dance, (laughs) and her face lit up, and she has no idea what the Dragon Ball Z fusion dance is, but this seven-year-old child lit up, and she got to have that experience. And if for nothing else, and there's a, there's plenty of other things in cosplay, but if for nothing else, that is worth all of my time that I put into making this costume. I think, for me, how do I put up with anything? I I fortunately escaped most of the vitriol online, but I use my block button liberally on Twitter. I, mean, <laughs> I don't have time. Yep. If you don't like my stuff, then it's not for you. Move along. Yes. Yeah. I really don't understand how that's a difficult concept. Like, there's... Yep. Again, that's just me. A there's mostly space enough on being. the internet exactly. for everything. Well, there's your problem. You're a reasonable human. I know. I, I <laughs> apologize. Weirdly I like tried. I tried. Average level treatment of humans is... I mean, I, I at least try to issue that out, so it's yeah. when you have it, you know, like, someone comment something distasteful. <laughs> I, I just block them. I don't respond. It's not worth my time. Like, if their whole life goal is to talk trash on the internet, I... I have better things to do with my life. Um, so for me, that's not really something I try to let myself get caught up into, but on occasion I do find it. No, because it, it is a real thing. It's something that maybe you and I haven't had to put up with, yeah. to the, certainly to a degree of certain other members of our community. Uh, so as far as that, I just personally, I don't need to like... I don't internalize it too much if no. people say trashy stuff, so I just block them and move on because I, I have no time for that. In my well, life. we've always, we've talked a, a couple times on the cast about you know personal wellness and self yeah, self health, and I think that's a good that's a good way to process it. And whether you're a part of the cosplay community or and, anybody and who's if, being and if you're not, bullied on Twitter, you know, blackhearted like Sid and I, it's okay if it does sting. Blackhearted and dead. Someone is literally <laughs> trying to attack you for no discernible reason, or certainly anything that's worthwhile or being attacked. <laughs> For that reason, I mean, like, it's, it's okay to not feel good about it. You don't have to be stone-faced like Sid and I or anybody else who is particularly active handling it or seems like they handle it well. Like, don't, just don't get pile on yourself even more for feeling bad if someone comes at you. Um, just do what you gotta do to take care of yourself, and if that means removing yourself, if that means blocking people, then do it. Big deal. Yeah. I mean, you don't want them, they don't do it, and they're just trying to not be great. The mute and the block button exists for a reason. They are so wonderful. They're beautiful, beautiful things. But, yeah, I think with the taking it in stride and, and being okay with how things go is you're doing this for you you shouldn't be doing it for anybody else like I do this because I enjoy it it's a super added awesome bonus that other people get something out of it too want to take pictures want to engage can derive enjoyment from it but for me I'm doing this for me and if I stop it's it's for you. It's for me. Yeah. Well, one of the other things, too, is at events like this, the response is 
overwhelmingly, far and above, 100% positive. Everybody in person, when they see a Johnny walking around, yeah. or the two of us dressed as, you know, the, the, the hot messes that we are. We excel at hot messes. I am, that's my specialty. No giant pun intended? No. no. <laughs> the response in person at these events is overwhelmingly positive. People are percent not like what the internet responds. Oh well it's almost it's almost like the same people who want to pick a fight on the internet don't dare to do it in person. Well, I, I do have one, I guess, one yeah. just, like, small question. I know we've taken, you guys have donated so much for time. This is no delight. No, we're like, we love this. You, and I know we have not made it through all the show notes, so by all means. Oh, I think we actually more. are doing pretty well in the show yeah. notes. Okay, but well, you did, I did a we lot did, of talking. Yeah. We did talk, you, you did might want to splice this back in earlier, because I was, unfortunately, sorry, stuck in ways, but. Oh, I did the same thing, it's fine. But anyways, uh, when we were talking about kind of that idea of, like, how much do you cosplay in character versus representation just visually of yeah. character. I'm wondering for each of you, and if you guys covered this, I apologize, but is there a character that you more do feel that you're in that character when you're cosplaying? Because I know that both of mm. you talked about doing a, a wide question. range of characters. Sure, that's a great question. Well, I just like, Joyra is just me. Like, that's, that's just me. Um, and part of it might be because I was in Frost video, so I got to do that wonderful also, thing. Also, your face is every Joyra art ever. Yeah, the there's... attention of literally anyone. <laughs> there's the conspiracy that I was the face grab for the Joyra art. I, I was not, guys. It's conspiracy disproof. You were just... Bam. Debunked. I just, I just might happen to be there. Yeah, whatever. But I, I guess through, <laughs> the, internet, through the wonders of the internet and YouTube, I guess I just kind of got to set the... Uh, the, the frame the of reference cannon. for yeah, Joy, Joyra just cannon. just being everybody's time water aunt. Um, so I guess like, I, I love being Joyra. I love being Nahiri. Um, it's mm. great to be Nahiri. I make a lot of snide comments about vampires being chucked into walls. And then you throw packs <laughs> To the window! To the wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, at least she didn't go any further than that because no, once again, it is a family, is a family podcast. podcast. Literally the next line. I assure you, I don't know what the other ones are. Oh, good. The, there's no other, line, there's no other lines in that song. <laughs> But and I mean it's it is kind of fun to be when when you're Jace, this is a PSA for anyone who's ever thinking about cosplaying Jace. Do not cosplay Jace unless you have a very thick skin and you're be being uh, willing to be the butt of every single joke. You need to start walking people over to trash cans and be like, let's do between two Jaces. You can get a selfie in the <laughs> Yeah, if, if you cosplay Jace, you're gonna be the butt of every single joke. I can tell you that right now. I mean because I've been there. Yeah, I don't necessarily get into character because again I'm I'm much more here for the visual presentation slash the craft of it. If I had to be, if I were to say anything, it would be Liliana, but more like the party side of Liliana. <laughs> like, the drinking, drinking the wine it's, out of the straw, Liliana. It's the YOLO. This, I got this the, skull, yeah. Yo, it's blood. the YOLO, this is all going to work out for me in the end sort of thing. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to do it. Um, so that would probably be my thing for that. It's just a little more party, a little more haughty, arrogant, saucy you know, snide remark sort of thing, but certainly not the brooding I'm just going to, like, annihilate everyone because you guys are annoying me. I mean, I feel that way a lot of time. <laughs> Especially behind the wheel, but um, I should really wear my hat when I'm driving. I should. That would be super unfair. <laughs> just be like, watch me kill you. Just pull up to the stop sign, look you over, just, exchange like, glances, you know. Just, oh, yeah, and pure dirt look, too. Like, why are you existing? Eyes flash purple, and they speed away. <laughs> I gotta get some LEDs in my car. <laughs> Well, this has been absolutely awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Do we need I, to talk about meat somewhere? Yeah. Well, that's oh, yeah, going to be final, our outro question. question. Yeah. yeah. Well, our outro, do you, do you want to bring outro. it up? I mean, this uh, no, is your guys' no, it's, it's the Metro. The Metro? Yes. Well, so, okay. That was more the intro. We met and we talked about meat. 
and it was yeah. interesting. Which magic creature okay, would you eat? Hoof, <laughs> fin, or wing? Oh god, there's so many. Okay, Google. Show me magic creatures. This is not going to work out. Okay. <laughs> and you can just do creature type too. Like it doesn't have to be specific. Look at this. It gives me a whole paragraph. It says magical creatures in Harry Potter. This is not what I asked for. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm literally jumping in just before anybody else can say it. Yeah. It's Beebles. They oh, yeah. literally have a recipe saute. in magic, in yeah. saute, yeah. in the underworld cookbook. So I know for a fact that beebles are good and they burst in your mouth. Not in your hand. <laughs> I'm family friendly podcast! <laughs> I thought we were talking about M&M's. Family podcast. Uh, I think I'd go Feldegriff steaks, right? Because then you get hoof and wing. I think oh, that's not bad. A little, that's a little wind and turf, yeah. See, <laughs> I, I want to say hedron crab, but the flavor text for mm. that is too good because it, the hedrons reflects mine's both great and small. Which yeah, crabs mm. are delicious, though. I mean, I'm also, I'm also considering chimeras because then you get a little bit of everything. Like, chimeras are hot. I like metal stuff. I was thinking the Simic have a lot of things that blur some lines, like maybe some shambles. Like shark to Wait, shambles shark soup. Stop. Can I do the what's the um, amoeba no. with the scary face? The amoeba changeling. changeling? Yeah. So you have to I want that one because then it's everything. Changeling. Oh, that was I the want answer. It to be. That's soy. That's, That's magic mean. soy. <laughs> but meat. But meat. But yeah. actual meat. But, but actual. Yeah. But actual yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I. You know. It's it's, it's important soy. that it was an animal. We also do have to bring up the changeling. We do have to bring up the phallid and sapling thing because they are also canonically. Yes. And I love mushrooms. That's okay, yeah. so you, you can yeah. go there. I'm doing a meat That's our vegetarian option. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's your vegetarian option. They're like option sentient, kind because, of, though. Because so, you yeah. change it because you and it still has a face. Yeah. So I can actually get all of them covered. <laughs> it's funny because we're Whatever actually, I'm eating, died screaming. Yes, we're talking about the story of fallen empires. And okay. that is an important part of the story of fallen empires. That right. The phthalates were made for to be food, and then they kind of became sentient and decided they didn't like being eaten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you know. So it's, it's very animal farm. That's our show. You can find the podcast at Goblin Lore Pod on Twitter, or you can email us any questions, comments, or concerns at goblinlorepodcast at gmail.com. Goblin Lore is a member of the Geek Therapy Network, which you can find at Geek Therapy on Twitter, and you can locate any of the other podcasts in the network at geektherapy.com. Sydney Stoffel is on Twitter at Tappy Toe Claws. You can find Olivia Gobert-Hicks on Twitter at Gobert-Hicks. You can find Joe Redeman on Twitter at Findhorn. You can find Hobbs Q at Hobbs Q. And you can find Alex at Alexander New M. Thank you all for listening. And remember, goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous in numbers. <laughs> <laughs>